Welcome to Practical Magic Musings. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and this is the show where you learn rituals and wisdom to help you live your most magical life. And today's episode is actually inspired <laughs> by both my current move and the Spread Your Light Mastermind, which is opening up its doors and beginning again mid-October. So we're accepting applications for my VIP mastermind. These ladies are amazing, soul-centered businesswomen who meet with me once a week and get all of my business downloads, everything from energetic alignment, clearing money blocks to launch strategy um, and how to make a profitable business. So if you're interested in that, definitely check out the links below. Check out the link in my bio on Instagram. But without further ado, when I was packing, I'm moving. Um, if you've listened to the last podcast, you've heard that. I'm moving in with my boyfriend this Saturday. And so I've been in furious packing mode all week and I was cleaning out my desk and what fell out was this paper called the abundance blueprint and so I was like oh my god what is this paper front and I started reading it and I was like this is really good um I wrote this a few years ago during a time when I was ready for a massive up leveling in my finances and I hear so many people from Instagram, um, through my email, my newsletter, that are really struggling around their finances. And I want to do some more content talking about that particular subject because it wasn't an easy one for me. I think there are a lot of coaches or you know, whatever people out there that are talking about, maybe are talking about money, that it came pretty easy and fast for them. And for me, my abundance work has been consistent. Um, and it's been something that I had to do some major work on um, at multiple times during my career, where, you know, originally to get things out of the gate, I did a ton of abundance work, a ton of money relationship work. And then after things were going well, and I was supporting myself on my business and whatnot, I still had to do more abundance work to get to that next level. And to be completely transparent, I am still doing um, that work to release those release those boundaries, release those blocks, um, because even though where I'm at right now is incredible, um, I don't have anyone in my family that is a multimillionaire. I don't have anyone in my family that has tremendous wealth. And so there's still a lot more for me to clear to be able to, I've already break broken so many ancestral lines around finances, especially around the female finances in my lineage. Um, and now I'm ready to really go for the gold on a whole different plane. And I'm a huge believer, and I, anyone that's worked with me client-wise or in my mastermind knows this, that our money maintenance work is something that we should always, we should be working on just as much as we work on our business. Because so much of the reason that I think people do all the right things, um, and this is a big thing that I really want to address um, in another podcast and talk about a lot in the mastermind, is why do people feel like they're doing all the right things, but the money is just not coming or the clients are just not coming? And I fully, fully, fully believe that this is the magical. This is the energetic. This is what we need to shift because... Two people can do the exact same thing, and one can make $100,000, and one can make $5, right? Um, 
And, and I think so much of that is energetic. And, um, and I'm speaking about doing the exact same thing. So not even saying, well, one person doesn't know how to launch and the other person knows how to launch. Um, there is more at play there. So anyway, let's go through this abundance blueprint before I get too off track and tell you a, a story for another podcast. <laughs> but just so you know that definitely this abundance work and um, this, you know, talking about money and the energy of money and the practical um, practical ways to handle your money in an efficient way is part of the mastermind. So the abundance blueprint, number one, there are seven, yeah, seven components of this blueprint. <laughs> Finish what's on your plate. What opportunities for abundance are available to you right now to follow through on? Okay, I love this as number one because I think so often what happens is we let ourselves get into a spiral around money. We get stressed around money. We're like, oh, I don't have enough money coming in. And we neglect that there's actually stuff on our plate already. So I think this is twofold. One that I've seen a lot is that people are neglecting the customers or the clients they have because they're too busy looking to get more. And while I think as part of running a business, you always have to be looking, you know, for continual business and what's, you know, who's the next customer, the next client and whatnot. But you cannot let that stop you from nurturing and paying attention to your existing existing customers and clients because giving your existing customers and clients all of your love and nourishing them and taking care of them creates raving fans creates people that are your advocates in the field the ladies who have been through practical magic and spread your light are some of my biggest advocates for my work right because they've gotten that one-on-one attention with me they know they know who I am on a way deeper level than you know anyone can from Instagram or podcast or or reading my book, right? And so it's important to pay attention to what's on your plate. And similarly, to open your eyes to, well, what are the opportunities that are coming at you right now for abundance that you're batting away? You know, and this could be something as, you know, if you're running um, a business. So like for me, this was, I get a lot of offers for affiliate programs. I don't necessarily like affiliate programs, um, but you know, one or two that I really feel strongly about that makes sense for my business and me can be a great income opportunity, right? Um, if you have, even if it's like your neighbor that keeps on asking you to babysit, right? Okay, maybe that's going to be an extra 100 bucks a week, but that's 400 bucks a month. Maybe you could put that to something. Maybe that could build to be something, right? What are the things that are right now on your plate, easy, low-hanging fruit to grab that could bring in more abundance? Because the thing about abundance and money, right, is that it has a momentum to it. And so when we, and sometimes I think we get into this headspace where we're like too good for a certain kind of money. Um, And I've been totally guilty of this in the past too, where, you know, I'd be like, well, you know, I'm making so much money doing this. I don't want to do that one thing for that. And, and there's a a strong validity to that when you are in, um, when you get into a position right now, my time is worth a lot. So if something's taking a significant amount of my time and the time for energy trade is not right, then it's not worth it, right? But if you're in a place where you have excess time and you want to make more money and there are creative possibilities for abundance that are coming up, then it's time to capitalize on them. One of the um, one of the exercises that I have people do is write out 
you know, 50 different ways you can make money right now. And everything from your ideal dreams, like I get, you know, 30 more clients or whatever, or I book this, right, to really practical things. Like, you know, I sell that sofa in the garage on eBay or whatever. Um, I get an extra job as a waitress, you know, on the weekends and make extra money that way. And when you have to write 50 out, you really, you really kind of tackle it from all angles. Like, what are all of the different possibilities I could have that could bring in money? And what happens when we do that is a magic is that we expand in the possibilities for how we can do it. I think sometimes what happens is we're so narrow-minded. We want to make money in just one way. And when we see that there are so many different ways we can make money, and we start just picking out little different ways we can make money, the feeling of abundance is the feeling of abundance, right? And so what that means is that when I was, when I started my business back, back in New York, eons ago, probably like seven years ago, eight years ago, um, I was waiting tables while I worked on the blog, while I started taking my first clients, because I never wanted to feel like I was dependent on getting a client. I always wanted to show up to that first meeting with a client and know that I was going to be okay, my bills and my rent were paid, regardless of whether or not they signed with me, so that we could have an authentic, genuine connection that wasn't based on me needing them for money, so that I could come to that with the feeling of, I want to serve this person. Is this a good fit? Do they think I'm a good fit? You know, and do my best professionally without it being tinted or tainted by that energy of, I need this client to make rent. Because people can feel that, even if you don't say it. Um, I think there are a lot of very aggressive um, sales tactics out there. <laughs> Um, and it comes off in like a funky energy, whereas I think a lot of people, I mean, I, I know for myself, but even a good example would be like your dentist, right? <laughs> you don't ever feel like, I mean, hopefully you don't, <laughs> my experience with dentists at least, <laughs> you know, when you go to your dentist or you go, um, yeah, you go to the dentist and you're getting your cleaning or whatever, he's looking at you, he's taking your x-rays, he's looking at the thing, he's telling you what cavities you are, you never like hopefully feel like he's trying to make up that there are some extra cavities so we can make an extra couple grand, right? You want to feel like you know that if you decide to go to a different dentist, that that dentist is it's not going to affect, you know, him much at all, right? And that's kind of the feeling that we want, right? We want that feeling of, you know, someone once told me, no one wants to pay your bills. And that's true. When you're hiring clients, no one, when you're hiring a coach or you're hiring a consultant or you're going to buy a product, you never want to buy that product because you're like, that person's not going to eat if I don't buy this product. Um, and so getting into the possibilities of abundance, getting abundance coming in your doors, making money in whatever way. There was at one point I was Airbnb being my place in New York and I like, I feel like my business grew so much as well because I was airbnb and every time I was traveling and all this money was coming in and I was getting used to the feeling of large amounts of money coming into my account. And the feeling of large amounts of money coming into your account, whether it's for airbnb whether it's because you sold your car, whether it's because you're working um, at, you know, a part-time job at this place or whatnot, feels good. 
right, and connects you to that energy of abundance, which can be really, really helpful when you're working your job because now it's not uncomfortable when I get even larger amounts of money now for things I do that are aligned with my business, right? When clients are paying me a certain amount of money or I'm doing a shoot and they're paying me a certain amount of money, I'm used to having those large amounts of money come into my account. And so I'm an energetic match for it. And it started with me airbnb in, you know, back, back, back in my New York days when I was hustling. Um, so that's my sermon on that. <laughs> Moving on. I could talk about that probably for the entire hour. Two is decide how you want to make money, but be open to surprises. How do you want to feel and where would you make money if you had no barriers? So Contrary but not contrary to what we just talked about, I also think it's important for you to decide how you would ideally like to make money and to have that. You know, one of the things we talk about in all my programs is holding the vision and trusting the process. So I would consider this the visioning step of it. We've gotten clear on what the possibilities are. And now let's ask ourselves, okay, but in an ideal world, how do I want to make money? And most of us don't even give ourselves that opportunity. We don't even give ourselves the chance to say, hey, in an ideal world, how would I make all my money? And then write out all the different possibilities. And write out your number one, what's the number one way you want it? Maybe you want to make money speaking, right? Okay, well, what's number two? If I'm making money speaking, then I'm probably also going to make money on a book, right? Or a, a course, right? Because every time I talk, someone, people will want some sort of follow-up tools. Okay, so then those are all logical things. And then you're like, well, maybe I have some VIP clients. You know, I'm talking about this subject all the time. And maybe I'll take on some VIP clients. So I'll take some VIP clients in the thing. Okay, maybe I'll do retreats. All right, retreats, right? And you kind of just come up with what would feel good for you. And I think it's important to have this vision for yourself because you don't want to get into the it's important to do the things to bring in the abundance, right? But to be having that vision ahead of you so that when you're doing things in your business and you're going to invest equal amounts of energy, and this is also where it's helpful if you have a lot of different hands um, that are bringing in, in finances for you because then you can afford to be a purist when it comes to your business. You can say, okay, well, well here's all the ways I can make money. And maybe you're not looking speaking gigs yet, yet, a typical scenario. Well, clients, even though it's on the bottom of that list, could be a place to start. And then once I get a couple of clients, maybe an online course is a good place because then when I have a speaking engagement, now I already have the, you know, the, the steps to hold those people and to say, hey, well, you have two options to, to go to the next level with me. You can do it client-wise or we can... Um, you can take my course, right? And so I think having that vision, like, I think having that vision is so important. I, you know, I think what happens is we can easily kind of start taking anything that seems kind of connected to our work because we just want to make money on that thing that we want to do. And sometimes the having the clarity of what you would, you know, what you'd want to make money on if there were no barriers, if you could really choose, gives you a lot of direction as to where to put your efforts first. 
And I also think it's important to hold that vision. You can hold that vision and be open to receiving abundance in all different ways because if you're holding that vision and you receive a big check from something else, it's still going towards it, right? Because if you get, let's say you get a $10,000 check for some other thing, your thing is you want to do speaking engagements, well, now you have $10,000 to work with. Now you have $10,000 that's maybe going to help your living expenses while you pitch yourself for more TED Talks, that maybe you could invest some of it into a speaking coach, right? So all of it's going towards that vision if you hold that vision. So I think that's a really important step to this as well. Um, and of course, what I mentioned is how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel when you have that money? when you're doing that stuff? And can we start feeling that now? Are there little ways we can bring that feeling down and ground it into your day-to-day -day life right now? Because you can tell when you're around someone that has an anxiety about money, right? Um, and it's not, it's like I said before, right? That unfortunately, sometimes that actually repulses the business opportunities that we need to move through it. Because the truth is, is that if we don't heal the energetic block there, right, if we don't heal that anxiety around money and, and we don't, yeah, we don't take, you know, take the time to really do our work on it, then what happens is we'll have more and more money and we'll still feel that anxiety, which brings me to number three, change the energy around your money. Sit with cold, hard cash. Ask it what it needs from you. How do you treat it? How do you feel about it? I did this exercise. I remember while I was living in New York, and it blew me away. Looking at a dollar bill and really asking myself, how do I feel about this? And, and realizing that I felt that money was like this abusive boyfriend that was so elusive that, you know, would be good to me one day and horrible to me the next day and I can never fully trust and felt, you know, I was always constantly in fear of and I had a really negative relationship to money. In fact, I think one of my thoughts at that point a lot was like I wish money didn't exist, right? I wish that money wasn't a thing because I'd be so much happier because so much of my suffering comes from money. And when we realize that, I'm like, oh my God, well, what a, a horrible relationship I have with money because I'm not giving money any love. So how could I expect any love coming back from money? And I made a commitment to myself at that point that I wanted to shift it. And I asked myself, well, what is the relationship I want to have with money? Well, I want to feel like money is like a co-creator with me. I want to feel like money is supporting my dreams, like money is helping me get places, like money is taking care of me, like I can trust money, that like me, I want to have a great relationship with money. I want money to be like my right-hand man. And when I just allowed myself to admit that that's what I wanted, I mean, it's kind of like if you've ever had that in a real relationship or in a friendship, right? Where maybe you're, you're you know, hating on your friend or, or constantly judging them or whatnot. And then you finally get to the point where you're like, oh, I don't want this. Like, I actually want a good relationship with this person. I want us to be happy. That's kind of what happened with money. And I think we all need to get that way with money. We need to look at it and hold it in our hands, especially nowadays where so much of it is so abstract. 
right? To be able to, um, to, to really reconnect with it and choose again, choose differently. Even right now, you know, my finances in that moment back in New York when I was holding money at my dining room table, they didn't shift overnight because I decided to be friends with money. But how I felt about money and how I felt about using money did start shifting. And that was a little thing where right now, I see money as a great resource, as a great friend. Money lets me travel. Money lets me like live in nice places. Money lets me buy furniture that I love or buy clothes that I love. Money lets me contribute to organizations that I love or be able to go on one of the humanitarian journeys that I did this year, right, that I had to fund. And, you know, money is a great source of freedom for me. And I think you know, when we have that positive relationship with money, then then money comes around a little bit more, right? It comes around a lot more, right? And we start releasing some of that anxiety and we start vibrating at a higher level where we attract more of it. So number four is erasing limiting beliefs and past life lessons. Ask your guides to release the vows of poverty or negative beliefs around money. So I work a lot with my spirit guides. You can do this with whatever your higher power is. I also recommend using EFT. Um, you can use sound baths, Reiki, any sort of like energy moving thing to do this. But I went to my guides and I asked my guides, can you please remove any any past life vows of poverty that I have? Any past life energy that's coming into this life around keeping myself stuck financially? right? And this was my consistent prayer. And then I also asked them to remove any limiting beliefs. And I took it to the next level and I did a lot of EFT on that. I got clear on what are my limiting beliefs around money. Are they, you know, that, you know, I, I can't make money from doing what I love. And then like distilling that and then tapping out on that. And this is something that we do a ton of work on. We're going to do a ton of work on in Spread Your Light. Um, it's a lot to get into right now. I just want to kind of give you, we still have three more things to go through on the blueprint. But, you know, this is something that I really do think is the core work. I really think this, um, number four, is responsible for like the biggest up levelings around my finances. Is really when I looked at the beliefs I had. Um, and the ener the ancestral energy that I had that was holding me back from really tapping into my financial possibility and did the daily work, did the daily work of releasing it and, and moving those, that energy out of me so that, so that I could be a bigger container for the abundance that I want. So five, clean and create space, clean your house, your wallet, clean space. For more, this is something that first thing we do in practical magic, right? Create the space for expansion. If right now you live in a super cluttered house, or your, you know, your wallet is a hot mess, your purses are a hot mess, you're not sending energy to the universe that says, "Oh, I'm ready to receive more," because it looks like you have plenty based on what you already have. It looks like you're not taking care of what you already have. So a great exercise in calling in um, more financial abundance is actually going through what you have, donating things you don't use anymore, cleaning, organizing, taking care of your items, right? Same thing with your wallet. Cleaning out your wallet, you know, taking care of the money that you have in that wallet. 
cleaning out, like, if you have, like, a change in your purse, you have extra dollar bills that are stuffed anywhere, you know, in your bags, right? Cleaning all that stuff out, because that's sending a really negative um, sign to the universe about how you care for money or you care for your abundance. Um, and just everything is energy, right? So when we create more energetic space, we can attract more money, which is energy. Number six, listen and act on your little twinkles. Act as, act on those ideas because the angels are speaking to you. Sometimes the universe sends us gifts. Sometimes it sends us ideas. Um, I'm like, go me a few years ago. What was I writing? Um, this is great. So this is true. I think this is, you know, sometimes it's like we're, you know, we're praying for money. We're praying for money. And we're getting all these ideas. <laughs> and we're like, well, that's great, but I need money. And we're ignoring the ideas, and the ideas are the money. The ideas are the abundance. I cannot tell you. That is the way I receive money is through ideas. I get, you know, I'll get an idea, and I'll be like, oh, wouldn't it be great if you launched this? Wouldn't it be great if you created this product? Wouldn't it be great if you pitched these people this, right? And the finances only come after me listening to that intuitive twinkle. Right When I listen to the little ping from the universe that says, hey, I feel like, you know, this is kind of how Spread Your Light got started. Last year, before I launched it for the first time, I was like, I remember saying to one of my girlfriends who we were having like accountability calls and being like, I wish as, you know, solopreneurs, we could have like Monday morning meetings, just like they would in the offices, right? Like where everybody gets together and they kind of go over their little section. This is like what happened last week. This is what I'm working on this week. Open up the, you know, the mic for, you know, any discussion or, you know, any input. I'm like, wouldn't that be great? And then I was like, well, why don't I create that? Why don't I create the Monday morning quote unquote meeting for entrepreneurs so that I can hold the space for these women to have the accountability to consistently grow their business and they'll have mentorship and they'll get all of this education around building their business and they'll have each other and the community that sometimes you would get from an office that you don't get when you work for yourself. And that's how Spread Your Light was created. And Spread Your Light was, you know, when I sold out without me even doing a public launch last, last time. And it was incredible, right? It was a huge, you know, um, obviously energetic and financial, um, win but it came from that genuine heart-centered intuitive urge of like this is something that I should create in the world this is something that's needed and so often we get those hits and then we're like oh no no but I need money and it's like I didn't you know uh, you have to kind of go on the faith right it had to go on faith that maybe other people were feeling this too that maybe I was given this ping for a reason and then I emailed the people I felt guided to email for it I like I said I didn't even do a public launch last time and and it filled up right? And so I think, you know, listening to your pings is massive and knowing that sometimes you're going to have to do the work on faith, right? Before the money, the money comes through, but, but it does, it, it does when you listen. Seven, explore what joy money could bring in your life. More time with friends, charity, giving back, work-life balance, less work days. Ooh, so this is also, you know, it's a good one to end on, right? 
oftentimes we're so wrapped up in this need for money, this need to, you know, reach certain financial goals, this need to pay off our debt or whatever your situation is, that we don't connect to the joy. And joy is the most magnetic force in the universe. And so connecting to the joy of what could come our way through abundance, allowing ourselves to to daydream, to write down, like write down one of the exercises I have my clients do um, is actually write down what their like dream life would be like and find out how much it would cost, right? If you want like what what would bring you joy, maybe it's like for me, I like getting a massage once a week, right? That's some, that's a gift that money gives me that I can get a massage once a week, right? Um, the thought of going to, you know, getting to go to Paris, go, getting to go to Denmark, right? All these places I travel, that's a joy that money gives me. The fact, like I said, just being able to donate large sums to charity, being able to show up, um, at different charity trips, right? A, a gift that money gives me. So when we connect to the amount of joy that money can bring, Right now we become more of a magnet for money and it gives us energy. It gives us fuel so that when we get those creative nigglings and when we see all of those possibilities for money, we want to take action on it because money does require our action, right? Finances is a very, it's, it, it's going to require both the practical and the magical, right? And the practical part of abundance is you clearing no, sorry, that's the magical. The practical part of abundance is you acting on those urges, you being open to see all the different creative possibilities to create abundance, and you're not being afraid to do work, right? You're not being afraid to do the energy and the work that's going to come with it. And the magical is you clearing out all of your blocks that you have to it, clearing out whether it's the physical clutter, the emotional clutter, the limiting beliefs, the past lives, whatever you need to clear out, Clearing it out so that you are an open container to receive because your natural birthright is abundance. You are meant to be abundant. You are meant to have the money to live your best life. And the only reason you don't have it right now is because there is something that's that's blocking it, right? On some level, whether it's in your psyche or it's in your your day-to-day, right? And we can open that up through creative possibilities and seeing the different opportunities that we have to attract abundance and welcoming in abundance from unforeseen ways, welcoming in, you know, random checks, welcoming in different opportunities, right? There are so many different ways. Um, And I hope this abundance blueprint was helpful to you, got your juices flowing. If you have any ideas right now, go to it. If you don't have any ideas yet, then do that 50 ways to create abundance right now list. Start looking at the possibilities. Write out what your vision is, how you ideally want to make money, and and dedicate yourself to show up for it on a daily basis. I mean, if you think about it, if you wanted to get a six-pack or you wanted to, you know, strengthen your muscles, you'd have to show up to the gym almost every day. Your money beliefs are no different, right? If you want to build your money muscles, then you need to show up for them on a regular basis because most of us weren't taught how to do that growing up. Um, but the world is your oyster and there are so many possibilities abound. So I hope this served you and you can look forward to more 
content around this. I know that this um, is a hot topic, but I hope that if you also, if you get the ping and it resonates with you to join the Spread Your Light Mastermind, if you're really ready to up-level your business and have that accountability and mentorship and community, then check out um, the link in the notes or the link in my Instagram bio and fill out that application because it will sell out fast. <laughs> and so I'm doing a soft launch where I'm just kind of teasing it out on this way before we go big with it because um yeah I only take a few a few ladies for it because it's a really special offering so I hope to see you in there and I hope that you have a magical day I'll see you on the next episode of Practical Magic Musings